Welcome to the Financial Advisors Edge Podcast, a show created by financial advisors for financial advisors. Are you ready for some straight talk about building and growing a financial services practice? Four advisors in different states at different firms that have each built $100 million plus practices from scratch the right way through hard work, doing the right thing, and having fun while doing it. It's time for you to get the edge. Here are your hosts, Brad Warhurt, Jeff Copeland, Jim Martin, and Greg Gonzalez. Hello and welcome into the show. Jim Martin here. I am joined by Greg and Brad. Gentlemen, thanks for being here today. We are the Financial Advisors Edge. Uh, You can check us out on the web at thefaedge.com. You can learn more about us, about our story, and about our amazing, incredible, tremendous, outstanding group coaching program. So learn more about that. But without further ado, we are going to jump right into the topic today. And this is a hot topic because, boy, oh boy, uh, we're, we're getting into a new election cycle and people are going to want to talk about politics That's like a four-letter word in our business, or maybe it's not. And we're going to talk about how to have those conversations with prospects and clients and do it in a nice, easy way so it does not impact your business in a negative way. So let's just jump right in. Politics, religion, those kinds of things are things you're not supposed to talk about, right? Like, what do you think, Brad? Do you uh, you go heavy into politics in in your business? I I don't go heavy into politics anywhere, for one, but... Um, I feel like this is a topic where you have to go either you have to go one extreme or the other. You either have to make sure that your your practice is sterilized of charged topics, political, religious, whatever discussions, or you build your entire niche practice around it. One or the other. And I'm thinking it's not, I mean, of one that everyone probably knows would be like thrivent. You know, uh, thriving for Lutherans. I think they still have the for Lutherans part. Like, you either need to make it about your beliefs 100% or you need to stay away from it. And I choose the latter. I stay away from it. How about you, Greg? Yeah, I, I, I'm the same exact way. However, these converse, these questions are going to come up. It's like everybody's favorite topic, especially for the retired clients that, I mean, they've been watching either CNN or Fox News all morning, and then they come into our office for a review meeting. What are they going to talk about? Like I, I had a client yesterday talk about, uh, well, now there's there's nine people connected to Biden for, you know, whatever the money they're getting from China. It's like, what do you think about that? And I always turn it back to them. And so you've you've got to be able to to handle these, you know, these conversations, these questions, because I, so many people, it's like the thing that they can't live without talking about. Um, people want to talk about their dogs, their kids and politics, it seems like. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you know, a lot of people are going to ask just I, I think, um, especially a lot of uh, people that, you know, are, are religious or, or Christians, you know, for example, they'll ask you what church you go to kind of they're looking for that commonality. They want to I think they're curious by nature and want to know more about you. So, Jim, how, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with what Brad said around you either have to go heavy one way or the other. Um, you know, I, I've seen, I've seen lots of practices that are very successful, uh, because they, they, they really either go deep into a religion or deep into politics, one side or the other, that is who they deal with. They make sure they throw it out there and everybody knows. Um, I, I don't think you can play in both sides of this fence. 
I, I, I just don't think you can live in two worlds. I, I have I, I talk to people about politics occasionally, but it's more from a almost a chameleon perspective. You know, people will come in and they'll talk about, you know, Trump or Biden or whoever. And I just I just basically agree with them. Like, yeah, that's it's it's crazy out there. That's usually yeah. what I say. Yeah, it's really <laughs> crazy out there. And I, I don't really go deep into it. And sometimes if somebody has the exact same political views as I do, I will get a little more comfortable in the conversation. But generally, I do not. I do. I never bring it up. I think that's a bad area for advisors to be is to bring it up. And I just uh, I try to find commonality a little bit. But again, if somebody is like the exact opposite of me, I'm not going to argue with them. I just say, yeah, you know, it's crazy out there. That's usually all I say. It's a crazy time in politics in America. Yeah, let's I talk do this, about your investments. Yeah, I, Jim, I, same thing. I was as you were talking, I was thinking one thing I was keep in mind is like, and I'm my mindset. I'm prone to to fall off the wagon on this because <laughs> once the conversation gets going, like I want to participate, yeah. but I actively remind myself why I am here. You know, as I'm sitting there listening to, to some spiel about something where I want to be like, Oh my God. <laughs> but I remember if I do that, I am absolute. This person feels that strongly about whatever they're talking about. If I enter into a debate with them or try to contradict them, I'm almost guaranteeing that they're not going to become a client, which is the only reason I know them. It is the only reason I'm in the office. It is the only reason I did any of the effort I did. So it's like I need to remind myself, pick, do you want to win an argument or do you want to get paid and go home to your family? And I always try and keep that in mind before I open my mouth about anything charged. I'm not here to change that person's mind. And you can't. Here to make No, yeah, 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 of course, for sure. But I'm just here to get them to retirement. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yep. That, that's it. That's our that's yeah. our job, right? <laughs> like um and it, you do want to participate sometimes because like we're all like, you know, we're sure. most, most advisors are social and have A-type personalities and have a strong I mean Damn, if you've ever met a group of people with stronger opinions, I, I want to meet them outside of advisors. I mean, advisors know everything about everything about everything. And uh, yeah, they're willing to share. How, Greg, what, like, how do you, when, when somebody really wants to engage you and they ask, let's go through this. You're sitting across from a prospect and they, they're they engaging you and they go, how are the, poli- how's the White House or how's, the, you know, we have an election year coming out. Should we do anything? We're worried about the election year because we hear this all the time. It's an election year. I shouldn't invest because an election year. I think I hear this every year. How do you, uh, how do you navigate that? Yeah, Greg, yeah. how do you navigate that? <laughs> what, I, what I'll do is uh, I have gotten very, very good at turning the, turning the conversation back to them because I'm, I'm genuinely curious um, I'll say, well, you know, what are you most, when it comes to this new election cycle, what, Jim, what are you most concerned about? See what I did there? Yeah. And, and then they'll say, well, I'm, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, well, what about that makes you most concerned? And then they'll get into, you know, well, I, I'm afraid of taxes yeah. going up. I'm afraid of, you know, this and that. And then they'll say something like, oh, and this, you know, did you hear about this ESG policy that, you know, Biden vetoed and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you know, oh, well, let's let's talk about that, how that's going to impact po- possibly your 401k and how it won't impact your Roth IRA. 
Um, yeah. So it's brilliant so what you that, just said there. I just want to I want to make sure we pause. It, it really is brilliant because what you've done is not given me you you didn't hear what they said and gave me your opinion. You like dug deeper mm-hmm. and let them express where they were coming from and then gave them the answer. And that by doing that, you kind of break down their barriers and their walls just by asking those kind of those those questions. So you are the question man for sure, Greg. For sure. And Jim, I was going to pause there too because Greg, like the same thing. Who did who did all the talking in your example? Them. They did. They did. So guess what? They come out of this political discussion feeling like you're on their side, man, when really they spent 92% of the time talking about themselves. Right. Who, who oh. was it? Uh, Dale Carnegie, was it? Or, or uh, the guy who wrote uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People? I think um, you're right. Was it? And so he went to, but he, he shared the story. There was like a botanist at some cocktail party and the guy was talking about what he did for a living. And the guy was like, brilliant. And all he did was sit there and listen and ask questions. And at the end of the party, it was like three or four hour cocktail party. That guest went, um, or that gentleman, the botanist went to the, you know, the, the, um, the person throwing the party and said, you know, that Dale Carnegie, he was the most interesting person i met this entire evening the guy was fascinating and dale carnegie was like i didn't do anything but ask questions and listen right right so it just asking questions getting them talking instead of making yourself look like a fool and assuming you know you know what they're talking about where when they could mean be asking about something totally different crazy i'm I'm gonna go back and listen to this episode just for that again and, and write it down it's good stuff. And it was, and that the book was, so I looked it up. It is, it is Dale Carnegie and it's how to win friends and influence people. And it's uh, wow. It's on audible. It's on Amazon. Uh, we should have had that on the book review episode because it that's a big a one. Great book. Yep. It, it is, it is. And, you know, so, and it kind of explains how to win friends and influence people. You know, it's, it's everything from complimenting people to asking good questions to engaging in constructive and, and, and friendly conversation with people. So I would highly, we're in sales. Let's, let's face it. Uh, you know, the better we can communicate with people, the better we're going to do. And what is the number one reason why people leave advisors? Uh, lack of communication. So the better you can communicate with people, the better you're going to do in this business. Yeah. How about, um, you know, as we pivot kind of, obviously we've all, we're all on the same, same conclusion that you either have to go real heavy on this stuff and that's what you're about and and know that you're going to alienate the other 50%, but you're going to go real deep on the 50% that are out there, or you yep. just have to be, you know, you have to put profits before politics. And I like to tell people that all the time, like in our business, we're about profits over politics. So I don't really get involved either way. Um, how about religion? Because that's kind of the other four-letter word out there for certain people. And 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 it, it's not as um, – I don't think it's as polarizing today as it has been in the past and definitely not as much as politics. But how do you guys handle the religious question, the religion question when it comes up? Specifically asking? Like if someone specifically asks about my religion? Yeah. I generally say – well, I generally say I don't talk about that at work or some version of that. I do try um, – you know, I do try to just be like, just generally sensitive towards religion in general. Like, um, you know, if somebody said, if somebody says me like, uh, you know, if somebody said Merry Christmas to me and I, I wasn't Christian, I would just thank them for the, for the, you know, the kindness and, and move on. Um, I, I do try, like when I, I remember when I first started, actually one of the, uh, another advisor, um, told me that I could, 
come check out some of his seminars. And he wasn't very good, but it was nice of him to, <laughs> to, to help me, right? Sure. But he had these some of the I went to two seminars. They were both in the basement of his church. And you know, not super fancy. Like I think there was coffee and donuts. It wasn't it wasn't a wild success. There were people there. Um, but when I ended up launching my seminars, I, you know, I ended up having them in a golf course and a restaurant and whatnot. And I ended up talking to this guy. I don't know if it was months or a couple of years later about, you know, about how to improve his process. And I said, you know, I, I think you should move out of the, out of the basement of the church. And he said, why? And I said, you know, just put yourself in somebody else's shoes. What if you were not, you know, whatever that, you know, what if you weren't Christian? I said, you know, if it makes any one person, one or two people don't show up because it makes them uncomfortable, like they might've been your one or two buying units that bought. So like, just have just I just try to do things in a neutral fashion, a neutral and kind fashion, because I think that's probably not how it always comes out. But I mean, I think the point of most religions is like, you know, let's be decent to each other and do the right thing. Like, so that's just what I try and do. And I try to make make it so anyone of any religion or lack of religion could come to my office or come to one of my events and feel comfortable. That's what I try and do all the time. I agree with that completely. And and having it, you know, hosting it at a church, you know, the idea there is this going going to make a, a segment of the population uncomfortable yep. with attending a church that they're not familiar with, either because they're not of the same religion or religious at all. And they're thinking, oh, I, I won't. I won't feel at home there or I wouldn't I wouldn't feel comfortable going there but yeah. they they would feel comfortable going to a public library or a community center or something like that 100% that's exactly it and yeah and that's what it was great it was I think this I think this guy through the church and I legit think it was this I think it was 50 bucks I think they were like yeah you can use the space if you want to throw us something and he threw him $50 and that's why it was there and it's like I don't know how many assets you need to make up for paying you know 250 bucks to use a library conference room if that's your thing or then i don't know what to tell you but 50 bucks so, that's why uh you know unless there was there was a huge uh you know it, i i don't know how he was getting people there brad was he just you know kind of advertising and um having flyers to members of that church and he was only only trying to draw in people who attend. No, it, no, it wasn't that. I was going to put that caveat at the end of my story that that would be, you know, that would be great if you were, you know, if you were a thriving advisor and you were marketing to Lutherans, then that would be that would be great. That would be fine. But that's the that's the other business model we talked about where we're going a hundred percent into a niche, and that just wasn't me, and that wasn't him either, Greg. It was not targeted for one. I don't even think it was a Lutheran church, and the person was not at thriving. And it was not directed at a particular religion. It was just the church that he it went to. It was a to cheap he, space. It was a cheap space. It was no different than picking the library, which I personally also, for most events, I think is not not the best venue. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, libraries can work. But, you know, if you want people to come, buy them a meal. I mean, yeah. Have an educational topic and have a, have a meal. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. Um, I think you're right around um, – the religion piece. I, I just think you have to make it either an issue because it's who you are and that's who you want to be authentic to, or you have to, you have to make it a non-issue. And look, if yep. you're, if you're religious and you want to have pictures in your office around that, then you should do that. Um, but you know, I, for me, I like to work with people. I like, I like everybody. 
you know, if you're it, it, you, our our criteria is really simple. You have to have an asset minimum and you have to not be an a-hole. And if you hit those two criteria, I want to work with you. Yeah. There's not a religious criteria or a political criteria on our checklist for for prospects. And right. we don't try to set one of those up. How about you, Greg? Yeah, I I I um I just I kind of uh, I guess avoid. It's not something that I'm bringing up to people. Um, you know, if they ask, you know, what church do you attend, um, I I I will answer. Um, and I'll I'll say, you know, uh, what what about you? And kind of tra- again, I use my questions back on them because I am genuinely curious. Where do you live? That kind of thing. Where where do you send your kids to school? You know, where I am, a lot of people send their kids to private school because the school districts kind of suck. Um, so. Um, but yeah, I, I I think, but you know, just naturally, maybe people are are curious who who we are, and I I think the whole idea behind taking you know one side or the, the other, um, and saying let let's ju- just say for example that that someone is maybe a right wing and is is very you know conservative. Let's let's say, and they use that as the kind of their 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 branding their their firm stance so they're trying to attract people that are just like them thinking that th- the prospective clients that come to us are going to feel more at home with us because we're just like them that they'll feel more comfortable doing business with somebody that goes to the same church is of the same religion is of the same political mindset that kind of thing and there was a study like the New York Times this was years and years ago and and they they interviewed like or, or surveyed like a thousand people on the street and they said how many people are trustworthy out there and they said the average person said well they they found out that thirty percent thirty percent of people in the United States are, are trustworthy well what about for the people that you know of those people out there that you know how many of those people are trustworthy and they said seventy percent well that's statistically impossible. <laughs> right. You can't have 30% of or trustworthy, but if I know you. And so what the study shows is once people get to know you, there's a higher likelihood of them giving you uh, you know, a sense of of trust and and honor and oh, so so just knowing that person. And so this kind of, you know, by I think the idea of introducing, you know, hey, this is who I am. Um, from a religion and political perspective, it, it makes you kind of known like, hey, I, I'm one of you. You know me now. You can trust me, right? Yeah. This is a business where we want people to like us, trust us, and uh, and take our advice. I think that type of business also, you, if you go the niche route where you're going to make it a part of your practice, I, I think you have to be super deliberate about doing it. Right. And and the first one is just being, uh, being, I would say, like being careful and courteous. But if you're going to make religion, politics, something like that, like you have to be, you have to nail it. And you know, I was, at, as Greg, as you were talking, I was kind of thinking, not really because it's polarizing, but other brands that kind of like sell out on a very specific niche be like, I'm into cars. So like Ferrari, right? Ferrari doesn't make any affordable cars. Ferrari doesn't make any minivans or anything good at hauling, towing, anything, right? Like they do one thing. They want one type of customer, one. So you better be damn sure if you are Ferrari that you nail that customer because you're not getting 99% of people. And I think the same thing applies to this. If you go hardcore in on politics or religion or anything, 
you better do it right and you better attract that niche because you are going to alienate a whole slew of the rest of the investing public. My yeah, two yeah. cents on that. There, there is a percentage that you just wipe off the map immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. I think you're I think you're right. And like you think of all these brands that are out there that that do this, and they better be good at it, whether that's Ferrari or Ritz Carlton or whoever yeah. it is, you know, you, you you better really be good at it. Yeah. And those two are good at it. Then they are, those, yeah. Those two nailed it. That's why we know their name. No doubt about it. Um, yeah, I think it's, uh, I think this has been fascinating. Uh, let's kind of go around the horn for last thoughts as we get there. Greg, we haven't heard from you for a minute. So but wrap us up here. What do you, what do you think? What are some last thoughts on this? Yeah. Um, what, what I would say is, you know, you've heard from the three of us, um, how, how we handle the political discussions, know that there, these discussions, these questions are going to come up. And so you've got to be prepared. Don't like when I was starting out in this business, I wasn't prepared for these questions. I was like, geez, like you're, you're asking, I, I, I thought we were going to be talking about retirement planning this, this entire meeting. It's like, no, you're going to be talking, you're going to be talking about all this other stuff. And, um, and, and kind of, you know, realize that what you say in the meetings is, is how people is, is how people interpret you as an individual. So if you're going to be in the meeting and you're going to be, you know, talking about religion or politics the entire time, that's what they're going to be thinking. They may come away from that meeting like, wow, that Greg, that he's a really political guy. He doesn't, you know, so, so what do you want to be remembered for? And so I, I don't, I don't think, um, as far as referrals, I don't think I would really think you're not going to be getting as many referrals from people um, because, you know, if, if I was really one way or the other, maybe people are going to be less uh, likely to to refer somebody to me, um, you know, to their friends because they don't know if their friends are, are one way or the other or what religion they are. Um, so, yeah, I, um, I, I have seen it. Uh, don't. What I will say, I'll end on this, is is don't make make sure it's not taking away from the business. Um, so I'll give you a perfect perfect story. I have a client, and she said she met with an advisor who made it known um, that um, he he was very very Christian. And so to start the meeting, he said, "Let's bring in your statements, and we're going to say a prayer." And 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 he said, "Hold my hand. You hold your husband's hand." And he held his assistant's hand and he, he said like a, you know, two or three minute prayer. And he said, okay, um, now you know, kind of the way we do business is everything's based on God's will. And so we're, we're going to start filling out the paperwork to transfer, you know, the assets over. And she's like, I, I, I just, I just met you. And he said, well, it's, you know, it's God's will that, you know, the accounts come over and, you know, yada, yada. And she said, I, I'm just not comfortable with that. And it was kind of end of meeting. Right. So, wow. so he, that was, that was a definitely, you, you know, he was using religion, you know, in a wrong way. Um, and man, I, but evidently he was a somewhat successful advisor. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good stuff. I, I don't know how you can top that, Brad. Is it, it let's, let's had, talk about I, Brad's will. No, I, I had no intention of trying to top to top it, or I, like I just am reminded constantly that you know I tell people my job is I listen to people talk about their grandkids and pets. 
Uh, so my final thought would be for anyone who thinks that, you know, comes into this business or is running their business with like this hardcore, like, I think I'm a CFA investment manager. Like this is a hardcore finance job. Like for one, by the way, if you go over to like Wall Street Oasis or something like this is not a finance job, they don't even really want to talk to us. Like, just be aware, you are going to spend the large majority of your time and life or should be talking about or dealing with things like this and not alpha beta the black and shoals options valuation model or anything else this is a people job not a finance job so you can run into this stuff so be aware yeah it's, it's good stuff and i i think um i think you guys nail it you know I, I, my final thoughts are do it your own way what however you want to do it great but be be ready for this because um it, every year it seems like the election cycles get tighter and tighter and uh, people continue to watch Fox and CNBC and or CNN and all these other stations, they're going to ask questions. So like Greg alluded to, be ready for those questions. And I, I loved I think you, you've got to go back and listen to his questions there around around when somebody says about the election, I'm worried about it and, and dive into it, and let them talk and then and then walk them down the path. You need to walk them down so they can take the actions necessary to put themselves in a better financial position, which is you know what we're all about. But yeah, so uh, my final thoughts are do it your own way, but be careful, be deliberate, and uh, and make sure that if you're going to go all in, you go all in. And if you're going to just be kind of like the three of us and 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 serve the you know the majority of the public, don't get too uh, don't get too out there on the limbs on this stuff. But hey, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, check us out on the web at thefaedge.com. Remember, uh, we have the Elite Advisor Lab. That's going to be uh, something you definitely want to check out on that site. So click on that. You'll learn a little bit more about our group coaching program. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to the Financial Advisors Edge podcast. Thanks for listening to the show. Check us out at thefinancialadvisorsedge.com if you want to learn more about us. If you enjoyed the content, make sure to leave us a five-star review and tell your friends about us. The opinions that are expressed in the shows are that of each host only and don't necessarily reflect the opinion of the other hosts. Like the weather, our opinions can change. This podcast isn't intended to provide tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified professional. We cannot guarantee our opinions or forecasts are right. See you next week.